This Day in History Class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History Class, a show that discovers something new about history every day. I'm Gabe Luzier, and in this episode, we're talking about the time when a European explorer got lost while searching for a mythical land and wound up finding the island of Tasmania instead. The day was November 24th, 1642. Dutch explorer Abel Tasman recorded the first European sighting of the island now known as Tasmania. He noted the discovery in his journal entry for that day, writing, quote, In the afternoon, about four o'clock, we saw land bearing east by north of us at about ten miles distance. The land we sighted was very high. The next day, the crew sailed along the shoreline, and Tasman gave the island a new name. He didn't name it after himself, though. That came later. Instead, Tasman named it after the man who had financed their expedition, the governor-general of the powerful trade hub known as the Dutch East India Company. He marked the occasion in his journal, writing, quote, This land, being the first land we have met with in the South Sea and not known to any European nation, we have conferred on it the name of Anthony Van Damen's Land in honor of the Honorable Governor-General, our illustrious master, who sent us to make this discovery. In the weeks ahead, Tasman and his crew would also discover the island of Statenland, better known today as New Zealand, as well as Fiji, Tonga, and several other Pacific islands. These were big discoveries in their own right, but they weren't what Tasman had been sent to find, His true mission was to explore a mysterious southern land known as Terra Australis, a.k.a. Australia, which was still largely unknown to Europeans. By 1642, Dutch explorers knew there was some kind of large landmass somewhere far to the south, but no one had ever mapped or explored it. This uncertainty made the southern continent into a kind of legendary land. Some geographers of the era went a little wild with their speculation. They suggested that Terra Australis might be a massive stretch of dry ground that covered the entire lower half of the globe. This, they argued, would almost have to be the case because how else could the southern hemisphere counterbalance the northern one? In the end, They misjudged the size of Australia just a little, and Abel Tasman didn't end up finding the mainland until a second trip two years later. The annoying part is he came incredibly close to finding it the first time. By early December, Tasman was just about 200 miles south of what's now Victoria, Australia. If it weren't for bad weather, he could have kept sailing north and bumped right into it. Instead, a full picture of the southern continent wouldn't come into focus until over a century later, when British sailors found what other explorers had just missed. But even without a sighting of Australia, Tasman's first voyage was still eventful. 
After he and his crew sighted Tasmania on November 24th, they spent the next week exploring the island's southern coast as they dodged bad weather and searched for a safe place to land. On December 1st, they finally laid anchor and spent the next few days exploring the island interior. The crew was grateful to find fresh water and edible plants, which Tasman described as, quote, refreshments for our own behoof. During their time on the island, they reported hearing voices and seeing rising smoke and other signs of human life, but they never actually met the indigenous people of Van Damon's land. Still, even without a true encounter, Tasman's reporting on the inhabitants effectively ended their 14,000-year isolation streak. It must have been nice while it lasted. Abel Tasman definitely got a bit turned around while searching for Terra Australis, but he still managed to make some notable discoveries for Europe. He charted hundreds of miles of coastline, helped fill in some blank spots on the map, and pretty much disproved the idea of a dry supercontinent that wraps all around the globe. Sadly, his patrons at the Dutch East India Company didn't see it that way. Since Tasman hadn't established any new trade routes or trading posts, the company considered his voyages a flop, including his later expedition where he actually made it to the northern coastline of present-day Australia. Too little too late, apparently. As for the island he accidentally discovered on that day in late November, it was eventually colonized by the British in the early 19th century. The colonists kept the name Van Diemen's Land, but it was subsequently changed after the island became self-governing in the mid-1850s. By that time, the British military had nearly wiped out the aboriginal inhabitants of the island. The old name had become synonymous with those atrocities, so the decision was made to rename it Tasmania. It was a tribute to the island's first visitor, the one who came and left in peace, and who first put the island on the map, for better or worse. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to keep up with the show, you can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any comments or suggestions, you can send them my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again tomorrow for another day in history class. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.